engineer when I lay this blaze I melt down tracks, stacks, reels, and sleeves Hit the studio, jars of dro, bars to blow BC go with that arsenic flow Fuck that, don't hold me back I roll with crack, y'all cats told Mac the rap Y'all don't realize y'all released the beast untamed Speech all flame, streets y'all blame It should be an honor for y'all to speak my name I could go before your honey couldn't beat my game Gotta laugh, don't act like you spit it the same Why you motherfuckers can't get in the game I come from high school and go straight all right, to the Alright, alright, alright We back with another episode uh, This episode right here, you know, it promises to be um, highly explosive um, This one right here we're gonna talk about uh, Probably one of the most pressing topics right now In all of America, and that's politics and I know a lot of people really don't want to get into the thick of things when it comes to politics. Uh, it usually divides a lot of households, divides a lot of uh, jobs, divides a lot of everybody. Um, but this is something that's facing the nation uh, coming this October, even right now. Um, when you turn on news, you listen to music, so on and so forth. Um, it's something that's staring us in the face. Um, but right now, we're going we gonna, to we gonna dive into it. We're going to talk about everything that's been transpiring over the last two and a half weeks uh, regarding <clears throat> uh, politics as a whole. Um, so we're going to give you our um, insight, our perspective on everything that, like I said, that is taking shape from the, the, the ongoing or not the ongoing, but the, the RNC when it happened, uh, the DNC when it happened, um, and then what the country could look like as well. Um, in the next coming four years, depending on who who is in the White House or um, also, too, depending on, you know, how uh, everybody decides to vote, if you do vote. Um, so as we get ready to get started, I do just want to go ahead and give like this this little public service announcement that, um, you know, please, 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 please exercise your right to vote. Um as 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 much as it pains me to say this, it doesn't matter who you vote for. Just exercise, <laughs> your, just exercise your vote. Um, get registered. Get registered. Hurry up. Um, you know, if you're comfortable with mailing in the ballot, cool. Um, if you want to go down to you know local polling, throw on your mask, do what it is you got to do. Um, like I said before, as much as it pains me, um, no matter who it is that you vote for. Uh, just get out and vote. Uh, my prayer is that you vote for the right person. Um, if you've been listening to the podcast, you know I feel that the right person, uh, <laughs> the dude that's sitting there now, nah, ain't the right person. But that's neither here nor there. We're gonna dive into that. Um, but yeah, that's um, how y'all feeling, fellas? How everybody feeling? We good, we good brother. Let's get into the shit. Right. All right, let's let's everybody. I see we ready. Let's All right. get it. All right, so let's 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 jump off. Um, now usually. Um, the one thing about this show <clears throat> is that we always have uh, some people that are missing, some people that are here, some people that are not. Um, today, we got our brother Jew. Um, he's available. He's joining us today uh, via phone. Uh, Jew, say what's up to the good people. Uh, what's up, good people? All right. So, yeah. So, we're going to go ahead and jump right off into... Um, we're gonna go ahead and jump right off into the uh, the pod. Um, <clears throat> first and foremost, let's talk about the uh, the Democratic ticket and how it's shaped up. Um, Vice President Joe Biden he selected Kamala Harris. 
Kamala Harris, I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> I'll be the first one to tell y'all. Uh, fair enough. Rest in peace to uh, Kamala the wrestler. Uh, but, uh, <laughs> but, um, nah, um, during the, during the, 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 the presidential, I mean, not the presidential, during the Democratic debates, um, <clears throat> I was not a fan of hers. Uh, I was not a fan of hers at all. Um, I didn't think she was authentic. I didn't think she was genuine. Um, I didn't like the theatrics that she kind of expressed vocally. Um, but now that she is a company, accompanying, um, you know, Vice President Biden on this ticket, I'm all for it. I'm all for it. I, yeah, I turn, I turn coat <laughs> slick. I don't give a shit. But uh, <laughs> I'm all for it. You know, that's what I'm. That's what I'm casting my vote for. Um, but yeah, man, let's go ahead and jump right off into it. how y'all feel about this ticket. I don't like it. Speak on it. Uh, before anybody kill me and say, "Well, you know, she's a black woman," this and that, and you're not respecting it, that's not what I'm about to say. What I'm going to say is, it feels, it feels like a slap in the face a little bit to me, and that's from somebody that's half white and half black. But again, we have, how do you put it? Take your time, brother. This is another person. She's a person of color, no doubt. But at some point in this nation's history, the person as either the president or the vice president has to be a descendant of a slave. And I'm not here to say that Jamaica's not a slave and they didn't have a slave trade in Jamaica because we're all from the same place. But at some point, they have to, we have to get an American, a black American, a person of black American descent to be on one of these tickets or to elect them into the White House. They keep giving us people that are not, that are colored or minority, whatever you want to call them, but they're not us, mm -hmm. if that makes sense. And it's, it's quick to jump on, a, everybody's quick to jump on the bandwagon and say, let's vote for them, which by all means, but it, I'm waiting for that day when it is such and such that went to, that grew up on 55th from, and their parents and their grandparents and been on 55th their whole goddamn life. I'm waiting to see that struggle, that person break all the generational curses, all the uh, the disadvantages, the, the, the bullshit that somebody has to go through from an impoverished area. I'm not about to sit here. I don't know the lady's personal. I don't know how she grew up or whatever, but there are some generational curses and things that have gone on that I would like to see make it to the White House. Let me ask you this real quick. <clears throat> Do you feel at the least bit that with her being partially black, that this could be a step in the right direction to eventually get somebody in the office that will fill the void that you're looking for? Nope. Not at all? Nope. So would you rather us continue to have years and years and years of white men, white presidents running this country as opposed to having somebody that has or that fits the mold of the, the ethnicity that you're looking for be in the White House. I mean, we, we had it with... I don't, Go ahead. I don't care. Um, 
It's not necessarily that I give a shit about ethnicity. I want you somebody that's gonna be, that's gonna come in and do right by who matters to me. But what I'm saying is you bring her and put her on the ticket as a, as a means to garner votes. As you pander to, to women, you pander to black people with this woman. Mm -hmm. And I'm not saying here to say she's not qualified, she ain't did X, Y, and Z. But I see the game being played. Mm -hmm. I see not just the women and black people, I see, I've never heard of Indian cause, uh, was it South Asian? Mm -hmm. yeah. I've never heard of Indian cause South Asian in my life. <laughs> Indian is Indian. I'm not Native American, Indian. Our mom, was the mom Indian? Indian, yeah. yeah. Indian was either Pakistani or, I, I could be, I'm wrong because I probably called a Pakistani Indian somewhere along the line. Because they, they said I, I, I own my, 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 but now all of a sudden she's black. She's woman. She's South Asian. They the Everybody loves the sunshine. She's a cheat code. How many demographics that it pandered to? Why not? But they haven't. But my thing is, A, I don't know if she's going to do right by me. But B, looking at it, pander, give me what I, what I and what my, what my sister or somebody might know. Well, I, uh, you know, Ian, this is, uh, this is something like now again I, I understand that my experience in talking about this is a little different from many other people on the group i mean i, I sort of my whole career has been in and around politics and where politics meets sort of government business and all these kind of things so i think i have a uh perspective that may be just different from the average listener american whatever um but one um you know, I think the ticket, I think the ticket is good, but I think we also got to think about when we talk about politics in general, um, and especially when we talk about black politics, you know, I've been in a room where black politicians have, who ha who are from our hood, who are from our hoods like us, have easily, you know, um, sold out for a lot less than they a spot on the on the on the national ticket okay period point blank just go to your local news blog and see how many of you you know um people you elected or voted for or thought was cool you know end up catching the felony 1500 bucks <laughs> you know and that's not just black people in politics it's just you know people fall short oftentimes when um the lights cut on the lights cut on they get white they get bright people start make calling you sir mister uh, ma'am, miss, a lot more, and you know, you start sitting at the front of the auditorium rather than the back. And sometimes you get, you know, flipping. So I think that when we start talking about accountability and representation, we gotta be talking about accountability and representation, you know, from who you elect to be your dog catcher, to your mayor, to your city council person, to your county, to, you know, your state reps, all these kind of things. I think I, I stand honestly engaged in what's going on around you. And I'm not saying that to the level of degree that I do, you know, but I'm saying to just be able to have a, to be able to look around and say, hold on. Um, we've had this pothole in our street, 
you know, the street we grew up on. Mm -hmm. We've had missing bricks mm -hmm. since before we were born. Right. Right? And you go in some other neighborhoods in the city, those bricks get replaced. Mm -hmm. Why is that? I'm all about, I mean, I'm all you know, about, and, I'm and, and I think that. we need to be talking about that. We need to be talking about that too. The people that look like us, who we see every day in the grocery store too. But, and, and, and your point about Kamala, uh, you know, yeah, I, I do I do want the day to come where we do have a direct descendant of black American slaves reach that point in that pinnacle, you know. Um, but when you look at presidents in general, even white men, you know, I can only think of a couple offhand who reached that pinnacle and didn't already start out at the top. You know, Truman sort of fell into it. Uh, and and Bill Clinton may have been the the best. Uh, he he was probably the best retail politician of the, of the 20th century, and got there. And then, but he still also married Hillary Rodham, who got him over the top and gave him all the gravitas that he didn't have coming from a trailer park in Hope, Arkansas, uh, which I've been to. That place ain't nothing nice. Like uh, uh, it's nothing nice either. So um, I think it's just hard for you to come up from nothing to reach the pinnacle as well then also too when you think of like black politics and what keeps a lot of really 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 good highly successful engaged black people men and women from being engaged in politics is that it's not it's not a way to build wealth it's not a way to get rich legally okay so now if you're going up you're coming up from around the way you get sent to college you go to law school business school whatever and everything it's like man i got now I'm 35. I'm at this crossroads. I'm making 200 some grand here. I can go triple that in the next 20 years. Uh, plus do all these other things that come with that. Or I can go run for town counselor. That's oftentimes, you know, for, for 40 grand or 50 or 80. You know, um, and when you know you can get a half mil. How many people settle for the 80? Unless they have some other kind of landing pad. Like, people don't go on the Supreme Court for money. They go on the Supreme Court for power, prestige, and how they name forever in, 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 in lights. So, I think we got to think about that whole power dynamic as well. And, but, that's, but, but we're getting back part, to... That part is the part that... Just that little, little piece that it's about... That they focus on power and prestige... Not just, not all politicians as a whole. I know not all of them do, but just bringing that part to light to think that's, that's a driving force. To me, that, that act, just coming from an average Joe, that bothers me that my, my government, my decisions, or decisions made for me, my family, my future, my uh, generation after me, anybody related to me, anybody or around me, is affected by somebody that lust or thirst for some kind of power or prestige when it shouldn't be. And I, I know it's idealistic to think that way, but that's the what that's how I feel. That's what I think, and those are the issues I have on top of some on top of the issues I brought. But that is an issue to me, and that's why I struggle with the whole political game, is because. They call it a game, and this shit is a god, it is a goddamn game. Yeah, and it bothers me that it affects day-to-day -day life of me and so many other people, and we don't have little to no control 
we elect these people, they come and pander to us, lie to us, tell us we're going to do this, and we're going to do that. And then we elect them and give them that authority, that power that they've been thirsting for. And then they don't give us what they said they were going to do. They, they begged us for our vote. They pandered and gave us this, this view that we were going to get it. And we don't, don't get it. I know I cut you off and, and went down another road, but that's, there's my issue. And that's a, that's a average, you've had more, you've had how many, 20 some years in politics and, and around politics for the average, for the average nigga that don't know shit, but I, I'm supposed to vote and I'm supposed to be a Democrat and all that other shit. That's the issue. Yeah. I see. I, I don't, I, uh. I, I, I want to, I, I think, I don't think you wrong for feeling that way. Again, just as uh, the average American ain't paying attention to politics like that. It probably shouldn't be. Um, they should be paying attention to policy. That's a whole nother, that's a whole nother rabbit hole. I think we can get to later down here. We start talking about like the actual conventions and policy or lack thereof. But, you know, look, uh, Kamala Harris is, is here. Um, I think not only is she qualified, I think she'll do a good job. I think she'll be able to step in if, if, if needed. And um, given her background and given her um, sort of political starts and, and career, um, I don't think she'll necessarily be bad for the black community at all. Um, I think, again, I think what I think what we got to also understand as well is that, you know, being of you know various descent or you know mother being from india dad being from jamaica and things like that look i learned one of the first things i learned in college was not you know the the, the playbook uh from for the football team it wasn't uh my first year seminar and learning how to write exactly how dr typely wanted me to write it was that um all these black folks i saw here got called niggas from the cars riding by just like I did. I don't care if they was from Nigeria and their parents was in parliament. I don't care if they was, uh, if they were, were you know, Jamaican um, landowners who owned resorts and their parents sent them there. I don't care if they was dudes that was fresh off the east side of Cleveland like me who, who landed there and, 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 and had steak for the first time when I got to school, got to college. Uh, we all got called the same thing. Um, so um, I think her experience as being a, yeah, because I ate pork chops growing up. Like my daddy <laughs> ate steak when he got his steak. So you better not touch that steak. And you better left some A1 in there. It would have been a problem. You know, I, I, I know I ain't the only one. Uh, but little David say play that it was like I ain't gonna feed you steak and pay for this private school boy like like what either you or the school gonna have to go uh, if he wants the steak so but uh but no nah, I mean so I think her experience as being a woman of color but I mean look the one drop rule you know you couldn't tell me when she showed up to that class in kindergarten or first grade, she wasn't considered like, oh, you're, you're Jamaican Asian. No, you was black, and 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 kids was told not to play with you because you was black. Kids was told to, you know, look at you a certain way because you was black. And so I think, you know, that experience. I don't know if that experience changed. Yeah, money and having a father with a PhD and a mother with a PhD. I think that helped blunt some of the things that we went through. 
but growing up black in america being born and raised in america and considered black you black and i think you take some of that with you um uh, and i think her very her very um actions to want she could have went to stanford or all these other schools are free her parents were tenure professors she could have went a lot of places she chose to go to Howard. she chose to join aka even she had to wait her senior year to do it she chose to join the links she chose to join all these affiliations to affirm her blackness as an adult as a young adult and through her adulthood so so again i can't i can't i'm not going to take that away from her because again i bet her experience is very much black when she wanted a safe space she probably went to the black student association at law school for the safe space and or to the black lawyers association as a young lawyer and things like that this is what you do as a professional um i tell you though i tell anybody this um listening to this when it comes to politics and politicians Everybody, everything has an interest representing them. Period. Um, I've been a registered lobbyist a long time now, and I can tell you, everybody has an interest. And I and I've been in a lot of places. I showed up. I was the only black dude that they may have seen for miles when I was working for the coal industry. And I show up in some place in in East Tennessee. I show up someplace out in Wyoming, and they'd be like, "Hey, what is you? You know, like are you here? I'm, I'm I'm here with the I'm here with the the electric utility." about keeping your job and it was like oh hold up eat up like hold you know because it was very much like okay you were good nigga. these interests well <laughs> you the nigga that got me if they would have said that it's like you know what y'all just ain't going here let's just plant clothes and i holler at y'all i'm going back to dc <laughs> but uh the experience but but those experiences and and seeing those things uh i understood a, a few things about america and power dynamics and hierarchy and things like that it goes out the window when you're talking about dollars and cents and, and, and putting food on the table uh in a very literal sense in a lot of situations so we got to be really seriously thinking about the policy and holding people accountable and the president is just one that's easy that's what people see you get to take up all the daytime but your city council person your town councilor, your, your county council person, um, your mayor, all these kind of things you could probably get to a whole heck of a lot easier with just one or two emails. Mm -hmm. And we got to be thinking about that because people see that and they see you noticing that and all of a sudden decisions change because they're worried about keeping power. And they, that mean giving you some of what you want and need to keep power, they're going to do that. That's just what it is. And I think I don't want to sugarcoat that at all. I don't want people to think, know that off the top. Let me hop in here real quick. Um, we got the good brother Jew on the phone. He um, he kind of got his finger on the post of uh, Cleveland politics in a sense. Um, Jew, how you how you feel? Give us your take on how you feel what uh, Kamala Harris means to not just the Democratic Party, but like Cleveland voters um young black voters as a whole that's on the fence about voting um i will say that um uh as someone who identifies and experiences always reminded me that i'm black um that my genetic makeup is very similar to kamala's and um um that you know she's black and indian and i'm black and Pakistan, and um, much like what Jay said, you know, when I'm a little kid running around with y'all and whatever, whatever, you know, the police come through blurb, they ain't looking like, hey, all you black guys in the front pack of saying shit, get over it. You know, it's, it's not like that. And so um, I will say that um, 
although at times she has appeared as if she's racially ambiguous, um, I do think that um, um, being black in America is you're forced to take ownership of your blackness. And um, I, I really don't see how anyone can navigate in any spaces, even if she weren't at HBCU, I just don't see how she could be reminded of her blackness um, on a daily basis. Now, I will say that with also um, co-signing what, what Ian said, because I think that black folks being so underrepresented and and, um, and historically um, um, just um, marginalized um, by the system, which is built off of, you know, so when Jay was talking about, you know, uh, you know, this, uh, how presidents historically, you know, these folks come from money. Uh, and so you even start with someone like George Washington, right? This man's a plantation owner. He owns, you know, what well, I would imagine the equivalent be almost like a billion dollars or something, right? Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. You're not going to, you know, these people come from money, they, they, but it's all off our sweat equity. So when we're thinking about policies and, and the system and, and what we're talking about here, it was built on us, not for us. Um, so when we think about um, black folks just being underserved historically, uh, yeah, that's going through it's on a local, it's on a, it's on a federal micro lens, macro lens, however you want to look at it. Um, and to be honest with you, because of our history in this, uh, you know, a rich history in this country, um, you know, our vote has been, uh, you know, a, a thing of debate since we were afforded that, uh, that luxury vote, you know. And um, so what I what I think about is, you know, even like Ballet and the Bullet, you know, I had 64 that speeches here in Cleveland. Um, now the next speaks to the same thing. We represent 13, 14% of this country. If we yield and recognize our collective power as a people, we're the difference maker in this election. That's true then, it was true before then, it's true now. And so I really think the more progressive conversation is why are we in this distinct place where we are not exercising our right to voice of votes um, as if uh, it means something? And we know it means something because the rules or the ball is always being moved, right? right. Uh, when I think about the, the neighborhood that I call home, and uh, I've, I haven't missed an election uh, since I registered to vote, I was, you know, social studies or whatever it was that they could, it made us register. And I voted every single election, primary, so on and so forth, every single one of them. My polling location changed maybe, may, I may be being, being considered here, it may have changed maybe eight to ten times. And that's standard time. Now, how many elections are there? How many times am I going to vote? That's almost every other time it's being moved. Uh, when we think about voter purges and things that happen on the state level to where golden week is being removed and so people don't aren't afforded the luxury of you know being able to register and vote at the same time when we think about the games that are being played um, with the uh, USPS and the Postal Service I heard earlier um, you know urge folks to vote to mail vote by mail they'll do that ASAP because yo it's taking what, what would take me a, a two day shipment for, for these shirts no, I got folks getting shirts six days later, seven days later. I just got a pair of shorts two two weeks it took me to get, and it came from someone. <laughs> so you know, there's, there's a lot of stuff that's 
that's happening here that is going to compromise our vote, even if you do recognize that this, this, um, this sense of urgency in this moment and, and maybe, uh, you know, folks will realize, man, oh, maybe this, is, this, this moment in, in our history is distinctly different because of this man. We've got to vote. Well, know that there are a lot of things that are in place right now to ensure that you are not um, represented or, uh, or, or uh, in, in that zone. And so, um, as Jay said, I don't think that I can really say much more than um, but to say that, that, you know, it's bigger than this, than this election. And yeah. it's always popular to know what's going on in your own neighborhood. Um, and even those books were getting filled as a kid. You know, we, had, we were latchkey kids. Our parents were working. You know, but the reality is, is that we had enough tax-paying folks who were homeowners and this and that to build uh, a real, you know, feeling around, uh, it's, you know, the, the quality uh, of services rendered to us. And we could have absolutely gotten these breaks through there. I, I always talk to B-Ray, shout out B-Ray. always tell me, he always hits me up about, um, oh, man, you need to paint them. You know, he's doing all these art projects. He's like, oh, man, you need to paint them the, the bricks yellow. You know, we used to always kind of joke about that, right? Well, you know, it's, it's feasible and it's possible. And so what I offer here is, is, a, is a popular conversation amongst non-voters is, you know, uh, if you look at your neighborhood, how's your neighborhood changed? Um, you know, from, from Reagan to now to Bush to now to whoever, you know, um, how has your neighborhood been impacted by the uh, by who's in the presidential seat? And a lot of folks just say, oh, Buckeyes look like Buckeyes for the last 30 years. It's been a controlled demolition. So, yeah, you know, you're getting aware of who's doing what on the, uh, on the federal level. That's important. But what you can touch... And what you overstand, and I want to be very, uh, you know, I want to be purposeful with saying this, overstanding is lived experience. You can understand, you can read anything and understand it, but if you lived it, it's a different level. Mm-hmm. And so to lived experience and overstanding, yeah, we've got a lot that we can advocate for and things that we can change and there's money that we can uh, redirect to, to, you know, um, organized efforts and this and that, but we have to be organized as a people. And that's on a micro and that's on a macro level. We cannot blindly expect um, these folks whose experiences, and this is much to the credit of what Ian was saying, these folks whose experiences are so vastly on the opposite end of the spectrum for us. Nobody's being called nigger, a nigger, you know what I'm saying? The resources and the opportunities are there for other communities. The talent is here also. The opportunities are. And so there's so much more that we have to uh, advocate for and we have to organize ourselves in order to do that. We need to get this vote organized, and we need to dangle it in front of these folks like a kid. If you want this vote, you go ahead and do X, Y, and Z here. And if that ain't changed, then we're going to build something oh, else. Oh, we're going to put our own uh, politicians in here. Think about our, our collective value as a people as far as our spending power. You know, what is it, a trillion and a half, two trillion dollars, or something mm. like that? Yep. Man, that's a pie. That's a pie. We can do a lot of different things if we, as a people, understand our collective value and worth. That's what's, that's what's relegated us to this marginalized space throughout our history in a strange land that we call home. Yeah, that's what it does. The fact that these people have understood our value and we yeah, have we not. Do. Because we are we're not even registered on, on, on national hierarchy of needs. We're still, we're still in survival mode. How are we going to be afforded? So, so, of course, all of the studies are being done by folks who aren't affected in the same way. 
But through this experience, we know things that they have to study and, and, and build to, and, um, you know, research centers and stuff to do. And we have to really come together in, in, in a sense. And it sounds very pie in the sky, but it starts at the local level. It starts on your street. It starts in your neighborhood. It starts in your, in your SPA. It starts in your, in your uh, in, um, you know, in, 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 in your uh, ward. It, it, it starts with very small levels. And that's how it's just kind of mushroom clouds from there. If you're able to do that, then we're able to create a functional model in, in Ward 6. And we're able to create a functional model on Buckeye, and we can replicate it on you. We can replicate it on Buckeye. We can fine-tune it and can pay it over the miles. We can do a lot of different things. Next thing you know, we got three different wards that are, that are, uh, that are now uh, active, organized, and responsive. Um, so then how does that change things on the local level, especially when church participation has, 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 has chopped down a number of council representation, number of council seats that are representing us? And so last church cycle, we had 19 folks. And we had, at, at, at its height, we, in the 50s, we had like 31 or something like that in the charter. Mm-hmm. Right? 31 different representatives. So um, we're losing things on a local level because we are not organized. We're losing the resources that we're not getting out and, doing, and, and, and you know, participating in the census. $1,800 per person per year over a 10-year period. Think about that. That's why these roads are getting fixed for real for real. Otherwise, we're relegated to begging a council person who has finite resources as is to fix something when they're, you know, getting so low to the ground that everyone can access them. So, it's, it's, again, it's, it's about us organizing ourselves and really playing this game that we've noted. We've got to play this game to win it. Otherwise, we can pawn them. And what isn't a game? Everything in this country is a game. Everything in this world is a game. Wage, labor, capital, economics is a game. Everything's a game. Mm-hmm. But it has to be played. And so, you know, um, we need to assume this responsibility, not necessarily for ourselves or our ancestors, but for these kids that are coming uh, underneath us. And this is um, um, it, it's a consequential importance, not just today, not just October, not just this year. Every year there's an election in your city. Um, you need to be active. And even if you're not voting on nothing, it's important for you to tap in with your folks, to say something about the, the, you know, the, the being underserved in your neighborhood and to try and organize um, to, to amplify your voice as, as a resident, as a, as a human being. And, um, you know, it's a... Uh, it's a lot of work because we've never seen it before. Like I said, I mean, you go back to his speech from 64 and he's talking about Malcolm was talking about the same stuff. We've been in this position. Um, it's just how do we get out of it? And uh, I really think this is, uh, you know, it's hard to answer. Start where you are, use what you have, do what you can. And um, there's no single bullet for us um, that's just going to fix everything. But uh, it's important for us to start small and really understand our collective value. And, uh, and operate um, with that value in mind because once we start building that properly things will change that's good shit brother that's that's you and uh you and Ian you Ian and Jay was uh all on the same page with that one uh big time um so let's I'm gonna I'm gonna kind of piggyback we'll kind of you know lead off from there with um now we got now we got the ticket 
we got we got we got the we got the we got we got the ticket basically we know who's who's squaring off against who we got uh trump and pence and we got uh biden and harris and you know um i think i don't know who it was that put in the group chat recently somebody had put something up about who's that to put the video up about uh why ice ice cube said something yeah. in about why we should vote democrat now uh honestly and admittedly I've been voting Democrat for damn near my entire life. Ever since I've been registered to vote, every ticket that has come forth before me uh, <coughs> on a local level um, and on a, on, a, on, a, on, a, on a national level, I've always voted Democrat. Um, I don't know if I want to give a nod to like my parents because they voted you know, Democrat, but as we were talking again before we started recording, um, I've been watching the news ever since I was a little kid. Uh, coming home from school, watching, you know, all sorts of like news stations, CNN early on, uh, sitting at the kitchen table watching Dan Rather and Ted Koppel and Peter Jennings and all sorts of stuff like that and uh, 60 Minutes in 2020, just stuff that the eight, nine-year-old or whatever shouldn't really probably be like watching or whatever. But it's just like when I, yeah, there, there are there are some views, I'll admit that you know conservatives do have, or some angles or some stances I should say that conservatives do have, that do make sense. However, um, admittedly, I lean more towards the liberal side. Um, so having said that, um, sitting next to uh, you know Jay here, I know without assuming you you uh, identify as. A Democrat, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, I wanna, I wanna, I wanna go around the table here, and um, y'all know where I stand. Like I said, I'm, I'm voting for Biden and Harris uh, for several reasons. Many of the reasons is which Jew stated, what Jay stated. Um, but Jay, um, starting off with you, man. Like you are a Democrat. Yeah. Um, you do vote Democrat for mm -hmm. the most part. Mm -hmm. um, tell us why going into this election of all elections, not just for the for for the White House, but you know for the Senate and the House, um, and even yeah. on the local level, why we should vote Democrat or why we should vote Republican, whatever you know side you swing. Yeah. So you know, yeah, man, I, I grew up in a in a you know my dad was a steel worker, and so literally I remember going to vote at Harvey Rice School and he put out a slate and I remember saying he was saying like, hey, you a Democrat, you voting Democrat. Like, and we gonna vote, you know, here's our, here's our sample ballot, this is what we vote. And so that's how I was taught to vote. Um, but then uh, as I, as I, you know, got, grew and started learning more and more, uh, I wasn't necessarily tethered to that because of family. It was just that when I started looking around and started seeing like, okay, this is the game. The game is gonna be what we have in America right now. What gives us the best angle? Us, I mean, as far as black people, uh, and also even me uh, as an individual on some level, the best angle to be able to rise and, and, and obtain a piece of the American pie. And, you know, honestly, if I look at it right now, uh, philosophically, and just, you know, when it gets down to um, well-being, of again, like what Ian said, of things that I care about and people I care about, uh, it comes down to the Democratic Party. 
and it's not necessarily just because of blind allegiance and things like that but look if 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 david duke and dudes is carrying tiki torches are endorsing one guy or one set of uh, uh candidates uh, that's probably not good for my physical health my financial health and the well-being of my family and friends to support that guy uh so that's just one but then two i think let's have a real honest conversation about how we even got to here in the black community uh of voting and things like that we've always voted in blocks for the most part because those voting blocks are allowed us to amass uh modicums of power at the state local and federal level period and when the shift came during the civil rights movement where the northern democrats and northern republicans and, and midwestern democrats and midwestern republicans um sort of had had enough power and seats to pass civil rights legislation and things like that uh when you look at it it made absolutely sense why there was a big dramatic change for a lot of african americans to vote democrat because not voting democrat mean that you may not be able to vote the next time um so so you know let's i, I hate people say oh, we got this blind allegiance no the allegiance ain't blind we didn't get here by a stroke of luck we didn't fall into it we not stupid we understand exactly why uh we are voting these things it's, it's more of a matter of amassing power where you can and when you can get it and taking it i'm quite sure if you look 100 years from now and they have whatever podcast they stream in between saturn and and here or whatever um there may be some kind of other flip or some kind of flip out of the party i don't know but if i'm looking at it right now um and like julian said when we looking at you, you think about in 2008 when people say uh, black votes, like, why, why does my vote count or why does it matter? And I look at it and I'm like, well, number one, people died for it. Uh, that's one. Mm -hmm. And then two, if grandma could vote or your great grandma could vote, you know, I think it's just I think it's just silly. And I think it's very self-centered to sit around in some $250 sneakers and $300 jeans with a $1,000 phone in your pocket and say, my vote don't matter because at the end of the day your great grandma would have never had them jeans sneakers and phones because mm -hmm. she couldn't her parents couldn't vote mm -hmm. so the fact that she did vote allowed you to get that however you getting that mm -hmm. so so you to say you not voting that seems very that to me is self-centered and, and misinformed and miseducated um and then you know two uh when you think about just this election um look I think I think federal issues and everything are very complex because they're so broad. But when you think of judges, when you think of the Supreme Court and the kind of and the kind of uh, issues that come before circuit court judges or uh, appeals court judges and the Supreme Court judges, you know you should you may want to vote. When you think about legislation that could directly help and impact your family uh, at a broad sense, or even just being able to keep access to Medicaid right now when we have this pandemic going on mm -hmm. you know um so saying you're not voting just seems like you just gonna give up your pet your your voice on that because it's like oh that's not important or oh it's not this and that you know but i've seen some of them same people stand in line for hours for call of duty mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying like i've seen some of the same people stand in line for hours to get in the club mm -hmm. You know, and again, I'm not trying to say that everybody, that people don't have a legitimate reason to vote. Uh, but some of this, some of the stuff I end up hearing just get borderlines on clownishness and borderlines on Herschel Walker behavior. You know, talk about it, man. So, so you know, 
Um, and again, I, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not paid or affiliated with the Democratic Party or anything like that. I'm just saying, as as a black man in America in 2020, when I look at if I'm going to be engaged in politics and I look at what I can get out of it, uh, the Democratic Party offers more. However, I do have friends and I have worked for, um, you know, some some of the some biggest names and sort of Republican strategy and things like that. And I've had great experiences and learned a whole lot. You know, and it comes down again to power, to being able to uh, set the hierarchical tree and things like that. And I think, again, what Julian is talking about with the census, again, these things are so, so important. And oftentimes, if they weren't important, they would make it easy. Like, you would make it easy to register. To, uh, you could pay it. I pay taxes online, bro, to the state. Mm-hmm. I registered to vote online mm-hmm. at the state. But you mean to tell me I got to now go print out a PDF and then mail that PDF from the state that I printed out and filled out on the state website to register to, to, to ask for the absentee ballot. Mm-hmm. I got to print it out, mail it, then wait for it to come back and make sure it's printed, it's mailed, it's, it's, it's uh, filled out right uh, and, and hope that it's filled out right just to get a ballot that I then have to go either drop off or mail back. Like why is that such? Why is that so hard? And it's hard because it's important. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like period, point blank. It's just like accessing credit. <laughs> it's hard because it's important. It's necessary. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. The, I, I could buy a bunch. I could buy these J's. I wear. It takes me, you know, twenty minutes. To, you know, to buy to pick out a color and all that and buy it. And that's just because I'm I'm thick. I'm picky and fancy. It could really take two minutes. But it's easy because it ain't important. And I think that's why we got to be thinking about it. Good stuff. And how you, how you feel about... Um, I, and I know you from... Uh, and, and, and an independent. And, and posted something in, in, our, in, our, in our, our chat one day. I think it's fairly recently. I, last night, actually. Uh, saying that uh, if it was a, um, a Democratic... I mean, Democratic, I'm sorry. A Republican candidate that kind of like fit the bill you will vote for him so let us know or tell us how rather i should say are you how how are, how are you leaning right now towards democrat or republican and why uh first so i say always as i just started getting into politics over the last few years and I might be the bridge from somebody who listened to what Jew and Jay saying so eloquently from uh, politicians than just a regular dude five years ago that didn't even follow it. That uh, this go, I, I voted. I went to, but uh, I didn't do no any research. I was just. I felt like I I would fail my ancestors if I didn't. Mm-hmm. So I was going out to, to go through the motions. But I had no real thought. Like, I would look at the uh, election the next day. And, uh, you know, I'd be happy that uh, who I voted for won. Or if I didn't like them. But after that day, it was back to, to usual business. It, I, I didn't equate how... 
it affected my day to day. And it's still trying to hard, it's kind of hard getting into that as I research it today. So, and then another thing that has been said multiple times is uh, the politic game. And I said this yesterday, it is just one big ass game. It's, it's a game of a never ending season with two teams right now. And you either on one team or you and the other. You happy for infinity quarters. You one team might be winning for, for the last four years and then another in this ups and downs. So we all can relate to basketball or, or whatever sport you you you're into. Um, just for us because we play sports. But I don't know whatever you're whatever you're into. But um, what I'm leaning towards now is it, it, it's really a a, a a decision on action and policies versus the effect on I would say non-tangible things. Mm-hmm. If I looked at the tangible, tangible things that the current president has did or didn't do. The guy in the White House. Yeah, the guy in the White House. <laughs> it, 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 I mean, it don't affect me one way or another. The, the actual ta- tangible things that affect my day-to-day okay. and, and, the, and the policies that he put in place, I might be the only per- a person on the, um, that normally that has been voting Democrat that would say the, 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 the new tax legislation was, was good for 80, 90 percent of America. And I can say that and still say that the whole uh, condoning uh, the, all, all the off-the-cuff all the off stuff that's been said. I believe that will hurt us more than the actual dollars and cents that he put in place that will help me. So all the, not not even what he said, but the things that he put fuel to the plot, to the fire, and he he let his. Uh, the, the people that support him and and, and all this uh, uh, racist groups coming to the forefront that uh, that alarms me so um, to, to answer your question I don't think the dollars and cents in my pocket that he that he put in there because of the tax things are worth uh, allowing the, the 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 unrest in the country to to, to keep going on. Okay. So you're, saying, so you're saying you you you're on the Democratic side today, right now. I am. <laughs> I'm watching the RNC this week, and you know, um, I'm not. I don't believe in uh, blankly uh, voting down one party line or the other um do your research and uh figure out 
what it matters to you because that's what it, I mean like where I started was it's all a game so at the end of the day the game is going to keep going on mm -hmm. unless something change unless we change the game you know I just want to say <laughs> one quick thing man like I do I've, I 100% agree with Aunt statements about it being a game um but the game you know when the when the ball drops in NBA you know, somebody win, loses, championship. We get some hats and everything. We got one hat in our lifetime, you know. It's all good. We got our 2016 championship. It's cool, you know. But the thing about it, though, when the, when when you have, you know, elections, they got consequences. And we got to go back even to the start of the country. Like, slavery and all those kind of things was a, was, was a slavery was not built because of racism. Slavery was built because of a labor shortage. And they solved the labor shortage by going to get because they because the Native Americans didn't have enough antibodies to stay to be around people enough to work those fields. They just would have worked them. The Europeans coming over here couldn't keep up with the work and was like, I just go back before I go do this and work in tobacco. So that's why that's why they came up with the whole slave trade and things like that. But then when you go back, the country had a chance politically to solve the issue. And they didn't. And it persisted another hundred so years till so you had a civil war. And then Jim Crow and all those kind of things, again, was about politics and the game of the politics and all these kind of things. So we lost another hundred years. And the House, Federal Housing Administration redlining maps, those were political decisions that were made in order to appease people in the game. So, you know, when we do think about it, though, there is consequences to voting and not voting. You know, I just think that I, w I would just want to be at the table to be heard if, if the consequences are going to affect me one way or another. Because we've seen how they affected us as black people. Brother Riley, how you how you feel, man? I, I know, uh, uh, admittedly, again, I referenced this again uh, before we started recording. Uh, you, you stated that you um, probably, you know, don't care to be like, that much into politics but um you know with, with with the way that the country is going the way that uh you know all the stuff that we're seeing is taking shape and even with the prior episode uh you mentioned last episode you mentioned uh the 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 split if you will or the uncomfortableness of kneeling and uh what it means to both you and your colleague um even with everything that's being said to you know right now and everything that you see right now is taking taking shape in the in the country uh can you say are you voting democrat or republican and why honestly i don't know um i am you know it, it's it's i grew up like you guys did so you know, for me to say, you know, I'm 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 voting Republican, it's hard to say mm -hmm. because I grew up knowing Democrat. Mm -hmm. You know, but for me, I'm 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 more or less on the uh, how how I view it is okay. What's what's going to benefit us? Mm -hmm. You know, meaning me. My family, people who looks like who look like me, 
you know, people who are in the same situation as I am, um, you know, the, the most. So, but then again, I'm on the, I'm on the fence because I want somebody who's going to, I want to be in a position where I know as much as I can. Okay. That's fair. And I can make a decision from that. Mm -hmm. You know, if I know you're an asshole, I know how to act accordingly. Mm -hmm. I don't want to be in a position where, okay, they sound like the right pick because they sound like the right pick. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? And then all of a sudden, they get in, they get in office, and it's like, okay, this ain't what the fuck you said you was gonna do. Mm -hmm. And it's too late, mm -hmm. you know. So I'm, I'm still on the fence, man. Like it's, it's you know, what I mean, I as reckless as Trump is, I know that he's reckless. So you know what I mean? For me to, to for me to say, okay, well, I'll, I don't, I don't endorse it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I don't agree with it. But I know. Mm -hmm. And then on the other side, you know, you got someone who says one thing, but then has been in a position to possibly change some things mm -hmm. and hasn't. And that, you know, I mean, that that's, there's a conflict for me with I'm, that. I'm gonna I'm I'm jump in right there, and I and I respect that. And I'm gonna say this, like I got I got bias. I'm I'm very biased to what's being said here around the table because this is family right here. Um somebody else uh that I know shared or kind of echoed the same sentiment, but it was not as it was it was it was not as I felt where you came from. That person that said what they said, it was it was it was from a place of ignorance. Yours is from where it's from, from the heart, and I can respect that. Right. Um, the one thing that I'm, I'm gonna say with Biden and Harris is that I look on Twitter and I look on Facebook. A lot of people are holding uh, Kamala Harris's feet to the fire for what she did in the past. But what she did in the past was her job. She was a prosecutor. She was paid to, her, her job was essentially, if you fucked up, she's sending you off. It wasn't about, you know, and and, 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 it's, and it's hypocritical as this may sound and as pro-black as I come across a lot of times. At the end of the day, she, she has a job or she had a job, I should say. And her job was to prosecute people. If you did wrong against the law, her job was to prosecute. What else is she supposed to do? So when people get mad at her for her doing her job, it's like, okay, do you get mad at a person for doing their job? For a woman that's busted her ass, like, you know, Jay went down, you know, her, her history, you know, her educational history, you know, where she matriculated from, and all the different organizations that she was a part of, do you get mad at a woman that came from where she came from yeah. 
<coughs> and you know did her job but yet and still i look at you know like again then it's the christian side of me like we all mess up okay we all do things that's unfavorable in, in, in a lot of people's eyes. Lord knows I have. Well, okay, so this is this is this is a thing for me. Like, um, it, she she knew what she wanted to become. Yeah, I'm assuming. More than likely, yeah. Yeah, you don't get to this point. Yeah, right. Not playing it out. So, you know what you got to do to do it. Right. So you know what you got to do to do it. So what you know what I mean? Like, okay, what. What are you doing to get it? You know what I mean? Are, are but you? That's, but that's everything, though, man. I mean, you can say if your plan is to be the CEO of the big company, then you gonna go and you gonna do what you got to do to climb that ladder, that corporate yeah, ladder, to be that yeah, CEO. Yeah, but okay, but but if that if that affects other people, it's part of the game, bro. Yeah, I can't knock you for doing it. If that's I mean, what you want to do, yeah. yeah if you want to cool, be a head coach of the NBA, but that, but that doesn't be... mean that doesn't mean I'm gonna support that. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Hold but on. See, but but see, with her though. But see, with her though. Hold on. Where I'm, and I'm, I'm, I'm not saying it. I'm not saying it for her. Yeah, just like in general. in general. Period. Like I'm, I, I'm more or less like okay. I'm, I'm more literally. It's literally right and wrong. Mm -hmm. If if you can if you can do right and get what you can get, then I'm gonna respect that more than than you doing wrong. But if you're gonna do wrong, then. Don't try to hide it, she or don't right. try to. You know what I mean? Like I I, she I, had. that's what I'm saying. Like I don't think she's done any. No, wrong. I'm not, but I'm 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 just saying in general. Period. I'm not okay. talking necessarily about her or anybody. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. I'm you not. And I, mean? I, I'm I didn't just, mean that at yeah. you. No, I'm saying like a lot of a lot of people. Like I I know like a lot of people. Again, on Twitter, and and again, social media is so fucked up. But like people that don't have the know thought or the understanding to like what she did and where she came from and how she got to be you know where she's at. I, I I didn't like her when she was running for president for a lot of superficial reasons. Not because of her track record. There's people that and I and I know I'm I'm a <laughs> as a black man I'm about to piss off a lot of people when I say this shit, but let's let the truth be told. If your people are in the hood doing wrong and they wind up in the in the courtroom, okay? And she's the prosecutor. Do you get mad at her for doing her job, or do you get mad at your people for doing wrong? That's 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 where that's where that's that's where that's where, that's where it stems from. Hey, Huck, I'm, I'm gonna be real with you. I'm gonna be real with you, Huck. Uh, and where we, we know, come, where we, we come a from, lot of people. Went I just about to say, where we, and, where we come from, every single person I know that went to jail guilty. Every where we, that's what I'm about to say. <laughs> where we came like, from, I, like our, hey. our close, our closest homeboys, our our shit, extended family. Yeah. Where we grew up on 119th, I, I I love these brothers to death. Okay, I might not agree with what it, what it is that they, they they say or do, but I still love them. I'm not gonna knock them. I'm not, and I'm yeah. damn sure not gonna snitch on them. Not but at the end of the day. It's a it's a path that you chose to take. Before we go down, yeah, I ain't, I ain't gonna steer off into that. I'm nah, just saying. I'm like, just saying before we go down, before we harp on that one, you have to understand that, uh, that goes into a whole bigger, a whole whole bigger uh, issue, whole bigger issue, and to say that's a that's a deeper issue than this just. This person doing their job. 
like we started talking about social conditions, conditions yeah. and things so, like yeah. yeah. Before yeah. we go, it's her job. Yeah. But before we go into her job and the things that went on with the people you know, there's a uh, issue. Uh, it's a systemic issue. Fucking woolly mammoth. Absolutely. Absolutely. The elephant in the room. Yeah. yeah. No, it's go, bigger than elephant. Before yeah. we go to, I dig what you're saying. Mm-hmm. But it's something bigger mm-hmm. than that. Right. And her job is her job. But we all know you can do your job a certain way. But she was one of she was one of the most progressive prosecutor. In Cali, and the most progressive uh, AG in the country. We ain't I, knocking her for that. Man. Man, I'm, yeah. I, we I, ain't. I, I give a fuck about job. We ain't. Did, yeah, we so, we, so my, we here my, sitting at the table are not knocking job. her. My, but it's, my 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 question is this though: Are we talking about her, or are we talking about Democrat or Republican? Well, being that being that she's the now one of the one of the two faces of the Democratic Party, she's she's one and the same. Well, so you, you asked me about Democrat or Republican. Yeah, I did. You're right. You know what I mean? So <laughs> like like I don't I don't I don't I wanna stay on the topic but not like keep it like I don't want it to be about just her. Mm-hmm. Like we started off at just her, but like let's let's you know what I mean, like the topic is if, are we are we leaning towards Democrat or are we leaning towards Republican? You're right. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like she's Democrat, so that's if you're leaning towards Democrat then then yeah, she's that. Mm-hmm. Right. If you're leaning towards Republican, that has nothing to do with her. Right. You know what I mean. So I want to. I want to. I understand where you guys are trying to go, but you asked me a question about Democrat and Republican. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean. And I'm and I, for me, I'm saying, I don't know, but it's because of, you know, those reasons. Mm-hmm. Um. Yes, I would love for. I would love to vote. Democrat because of her, because she's black, mm-hmm. <laughs> hands down. Mm-hmm. Period. You know what I mean? But I don't want that to be my the reason why I vote completely. Okay. <laughs> if that makes sense. Yeah, that makes sense. Bro. Makes sense. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, like I, I yes, I <laughs> of course. If you was running, I would. I would. You know what I mean? Hey, I'd rather vote for that though than uh, just. Because, well, shit. That's uh, how we voted I mean, in 
it's coincidentally, <laughs> but it is because of Trump. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. But but he got a hand in it. But I like that because I feel that in a long in the long run that's going to help us. I don't want to I don't want a band aid. I want that wound to be open. You know what I mean? I want that wound to be open so we that, so we can address it and, and and you know what I mean? Stitch it up and let it heal. I don't want a band aid. I'm tired of band aids. So if, so if we got a if for me I'm like okay if we got Trump for four more years and we and we get fed up for four more years that's I'm okay with that more than I'm okay with okay we got Biden so we can chill because because yeah. Kamala's here yeah. and that's that you know what I mean that's that's the issue for me I'm not saying I'm going against against Kamala or. You know what I mean? But, bro, but I would to the same thing. We talked about accountability, holding people accountable. Like we got, I mean, like I don't, I don't think just after the election, you know, you got to hold people accountable. You got to hold your congresswoman accountable to hold them accountable. Yeah, but you know? but but but, like, but for, for me, I'm looking at the past and and how it's been going. And yes, we've had a black person here, a black person there, black person here, a black person there. We haven't hold, held them accountable. We haven't held ourselves accountable. So fuck it, make it worse. My only issue with holding somebody accountable. Why do, I have, why do I have to hold you accountable for a promise you made? Right, man. Because that's I, just hold on. This yeah, is, I feel I, you. This, but. this is this is this is average Joe who word who lives and died. All I got is my balls, my word. I got you. If you come to me and say, hey, if you if you give me this, I'm gonna do this for you, and then I gotta wait 400 years for you to do it for me. Right. So. Why do I have to hold you accountable when my vote is my accountability? If I show up and, and, and give you what you asked me for and you don't give me what you promised me. Now you know good and goddamn well if I sold you something and you don't and if I if you say nigga let me uh hold five dollars and you don't give me that five you say I'm gonna pay you back on Friday, here it is on Saturday, Monday, I'm at your goddamn house what the fuck is that five dollars? Mm-hmm. But, now, you know good and goddamn well I can't but to the average Joe that only knows nigga this motherfucker owed me five dollars. You screw you screw a dude once and that's it. Yeah. And so you <laughs> yeah. screwed over four hundred but you screwed over four hundred years of people. You said everybody says your ancestors died for the right to vote. Ancestors died for the right to vote. But you've been fucking fucking me and my ancestors for four hundred years on these on these or however long since we've been able to vote. And people you got to understand that motherfuckers are tired of being lied to. Now, yeah. I, now the, the self-centered, I, I dig it. it. They people should vote, but at the same time, the votes and it's 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 they're pandering and and they showing you the power of your vote. We don't realize the power to vote, but they're showing you the power to vote, and at the same time, they get the vote, and we don't understand power of the vote. Like we don't hold them accountable for shit afterwards. But at the same time in your mind you saying why the fuck am I holding somebody accountable for doing what they said they would do. Now my thing is if I tell you I'ma do something, nigga I'ma do it. And if I don't do it, I can never come back to you and ask you anything ever again in life. If I say Jade I need a ride, I got gas money, you drop me off. And you, and I ain't got the gas money. Can I ever call you again in life and say, "Hey, Jay, can I get a rap? No. 
And I, but I think part of part of <laughs> that's the point. But but I but I think I but think we talk about macroeconomic no. theory. Yeah, but but, but, that's but I think that's what I think stemming from. Yeah, but think about it like this though. Or my taxes. Think about it like this, okay? We and, and as 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 fucked up as it sounds, right? Ian might come to you for the. You know, or you might go to Ian for the five dollars, right? If Ian doesn't pay you back or you don't pay him back, he might be like, okay, you know what? It's not that big of a deal because we're both black. Or we cool. Deep down, you might be fucked up about it. Like, damn, you we we cool and you ain't even gonna give me the five dollars? And your feelings. And your feelings. But you not you might not confront him like you're supposed to. But if it was somebody you didn't know. And you offer them the five dollars, and they're like, "Look, I'm gonna have, have you five dollars, right?" Yeah. If they don't come back with that five dollars, you gonna treat you gonna treat them differently. True. You know what I mean? You are gonna act accordingly. Mm -hmm. So my thing is, okay, if you're gonna look, you telling me you don't like me, you telling me you're not gonna do shit for me. So now I know for a fact that I have to do for myself. I know for a fact that I gotta do for myself. Because I know you're not gonna help me, and you're telling me you're not gonna help me. But somebody else that's like me or whatever, I still might be like, okay, well maybe they'll come around. And that's the part that I'm fucked up about. I'm gonna give you some. And at the end of the day, though, he might say he don't like you, but at the end of the day, as been proven by the record. May put some policy in place that may actually help you. Why he's telling you he don't help you, so you might get a Man. two for one, bro. Right? Right. <laughs> I can't right. even rock out. I, 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 I'm not. That's the that's no, the conflict no, that I have. While I can understand that, I can't <laughs> roll with it. I can understand it because I can see it. I think, but I just can't roll with it. I'm always thinking though. I'm always thinking end game. I'm always thinking like, what's the end game? And what's gonna get me? What's gonna get me to that end game? What's gonna get me closer step to that end game? Yeah, but you're in it, what's Jay, gonna push so it's me different. Back? No, I feel you. you. Know what I mean? That's why. I, that's yeah. why. I, that's why I preface that. Like, yeah. I'm thinking about. I'm thinking about end game, and I'm thinking about like. I'm thinking about access to capital markets 20 years from now for the next black entrepreneurs and smart kids that's coming behind me. Like, I'm thinking about that. I'm thinking about. I'm thinking about how my kids are gonna go yeah, to college. Yeah, but the average Joe ain't thinking about that. No, 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 yeah, no, I no, feel no, you. no. But I, I, I disagree. That ain't about the average Joe. Because you're thinking just for a year's sacrifice of more unrest and bringing this to the forefront. Right. And I never thought about that. Maybe another, this pretty much 2020 has been unlike any yeah. other year since I've been alive. Yeah. If America has to deal with this for four more years, right. damn, what, what, what will be the result after that? Yeah. yeah. Now, if we only got to deal with it until January, until the new dude get in, right. then <laughs> it might not be as impactful. It's a band so, you, know yeah. I mean? you know what I mean? And that's, 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 that's my conflict. I'm thankful uh, to be surrounded by a bunch of brothers that got their fingers on the post and that's educated and that's, you know, very aware of what's going on. Um, Brother Jew, I want to thank you for your insight, um, you know, on, on, on the topic. Um, me and him exchanged a couple of texts on the way in. You, you gave a lot right there, brother. Um, the good brother Jay, he had to dip off. Um, I appreciate uh, his input from his stance and his um, his uh, occupational angle. Um, and then all of us, again, you know, growing up 
um, in the same neighborhood, you might as well say, the same under the same umbrella. Uh, so real quick, before we wrap up, as always, uh, I want to go around the table, uh, get some closing remarks on this topic here. Um, I can almost guarantee y'all election day is it's going to be a good almost two months before um, before anything happens. So this will not be the last you hear of politics unless y'all tell us y'all don't want to hear. But even then, y'all ain't got a choice because whatever we choose to talk about, y'all gonna listen to. But anyway, uh, we're going to go around the table real quick and uh, get our closing remarks. Um, Brother Kirk, how you? Anything you want to chime in on, talk about? Um, let's see. It was a great conversation tonight. I sat back and listened. I ain't, I didn't chime in on my remarks because um. Chime in, man. No, no, it's no. cool. No, because <laughs> I like where y'all was going with it. Y'all, you pretty much said what I want to um, say in Raleigh. Um, this shit. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh. Thank you for doing this. Uh, I appreciate it. To everybody listening, appreciate it. But without you, uh, you and Curtis, you not have an idea, and Curtis uh, doing the work behind the scenes, it wouldn't happen. So I appreciate it. Uh, this shit, this shit is uh, it, means, it means a lot. It's, uh, I never thought in a million years I'd be doing this shit for an introvert. I never thought I'd be sitting here talking like this, so I appreciate you. So thank you. No doubt, no doubt. Yes, sir. Coach Robbie. Um, you know, I'm a, I'm gonna stay true to who I am. Um, I feel like I am a mixture of everybody. So, uh. You know, on this podcast, I've, I've been an asshole to uh, Mr. Banks. And I'm going to stay true to that. <laughs> he ducked some wreck today. Yeah, he did. <laughs> yeah. Conveniently. Yeah, he did. He knew what we were talking about today. He knew what we was going to talk about today. And, you know, oh, man, I got something that came up, blah, blah, blah. I'm sorry, let me rephrase that. <laughs> I'm sorry, guys, I couldn't make it today. Can I get a rain check, fellas? And uh, I'll be with you guys next week. Fuck all that, man. Thanks. I'm on your head, man. Where you at? <laughs> all right, Brother Banks, I know you're you, you going you gonna to hear this. Uh, so, shots been fired. So, uh, next episode... Uh, he'll chime in. I'm pretty sure he'll chime in. I know he'll chime in. Uh, Ant, what you got for us, bro? If if anybody, I don't know why the hell you would, but won't want any of my wisdom, is, uh, <laughs> do your research and, uh, you know, open your mind. And, 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 and when you hear something and keep hearing it, one day, you know, take the time to go to the website and research a policy or... You hear people throwing around stuff, uh, or, or you see a video with a quote that may find may sound some some type of way. Go go research. It don't even take that long. About a minute, and, and, and find the whole context of what someone is trying to portray of someone else. And, and after you gather all the information, uh, uh, 
still make your decision. Because we, we've been talking about politics and voting. And, damn, for about 20 years, I say I've been going in the polls with my blindfold on and just checking the blocks on a whim. And uh, that might not be the best way to go about things. All right, all right, uh, brother Jew. Any uh, last comments? No, man. Just you know, exercise your right to vote. Dissipating that census. If those things were important, they would not be tampered with. Uh, the census they just moved. I think it's September 30th. So that's sooner than they were initially going to wrap it up. Remember the mail issues. Absolutely. I appreciate you, brother, for hanging on on the phone as long as you did. Um, much respect. Much respect. What would you say one more time? Ju, what you say one more time? Oh. All right. So, um, you know, as we get ready to head out of here, I want to thank y'all, each and every last one of your listeners, uh, everybody that's listening on the Apple Podcast app. Everybody is listening on Spotify. Everybody that hung in there. Hopefully, prayerfully, you got a lot out of this episode. Um, hopefully, it's been a fire that was lit under your ass to make you do your research, not just listen to anybody that has a platform, any talking head or whomever. you listening to uh, seven brothers that, I mean, we, we, we walk in the same walk, um, experiencing the same plight as the majority of America is on a day-to-day basis. Um but for all your subscriptions, all your follows, all your listens, all the, the, the shares, all the tweets, the retweets, whatever it is that you do to continue to support the podcast. Um, thank you from the bottom of our hearts. Uh, thank you for listening. Uh, make sure you get out and vote. Like I said before, this is not going to be the last pod that you hear before Election Day. Uh, prayerfully, we're going to have some big, big things to take place before Election Day uh, to encourage you. Uh, hopefully this planted a seed. Hopefully the seed was already planted. Hopefully this watered it for y'all to get ready to get out there and vote. So um, we're going to get ready to get out of here. We're going to wrap this up. Um, again, thank y'all so much for listening. Uh, for the first time listeners, make sure you subscribe. Uh, if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, go and give us a five-star rating, a four-star rating, whatever it is. Any kind of feedback, any kind of critique, whatever it is, make sure you give it to us. Um, let us know what you feel, what you think. Um, thoughts and prayers. Uh, to the family of uh, Jacob Blake um, as he continues to pull through uh, from the the heinous shooting of the officers um, and all those that are, you know, the families of those that are grieving, um, you know, or mourning the loss of a loved one due to police brutality. Um, that's all I got. So thank you all for listening. Uh, get out there and vote. Participate in the census. Stack your money. And drink your start. And drink your start. The official sponsor. The official sponsor of Nights of the Round Table Podcast. Let's go.
appreciate y'all. God bless y'all. Yeah.